you know, if you have an arch nemesis, I, I do have a bit, a bit of advice. You know, tomorrow is not promised. So whoop that bitch's ass today because you might not see that hoe tomorrow. I was going to say, don't even say something like, be nice to them today. I'll, I'll forgive them today. Because I was like, your ass is not going to do that. No, you might not see them. So whoop their ass today. It's Western and Bitsy. Oh my God, you are so annoying. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to PSA Petty Single and Always Late, the podcast that would scare the devil himself. It scares the devil out of my mother. We're into her mother. I actually don't know. I, your mother's a saint. She is. God bless her soul. Yeah, and my mother's a saint. Bernard, that is. Um, so... <laughs> I'm kidding. I love my mom. She is an angel. I just, I stole that joke from that. So Raven there. I added myself. Raven Simone's the one that said that. So not only you get your personality from Bad Girls Club and now your, your jokes from Disney Channel and you're refurbishing them and then claiming them to be your own. That So Raven is what I grew up on. And I owe, I owe it to that show for why I have the personality I have. That coupled with childhood traumas, childhood traumas and mental instability that that's <laughs> definitely the, the mental instability i can't uh, i can't preach and retweet that that's one my enough. sugar spice and everything nice right there so true okay guys we are going to start off with something new we're going to do a psa of the week you know we're kind of trying to t- cut down on how much we talk about ourselves which is really really hard because i enjoy it so much but we're gonna do a psa of the week it can be something we learned it can be something that happened to us it can be a good thing it can be a bad thing it can be something we saw right because historically way back in the day before this podcast existed psa actually stood for public service announcement a lot of people don't remember that it was i because you know, it's kind of irrelevant now, because Petty Single and Always Late, Right, I, we did that. The, the Generation X might remember, but that's the only group, I think. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Not millennials, that's yeah. for sure. So what's your PSA? Okay, so my PSA this week is something that I have learned, because, you know, I'm, like, super into beauty, because I'm so, like, I'm so vain. Um, and you have to be. <laughs> I have to be, because I have to think <laughs> I'm pretty, because no one else will. <laughs> So, my PSA of the week is something that I learned from my dermatologist. Now, if you don't have retinol in your skincare routine, I highly suggest you get it. It not only produces skin cell turnover, it helps with fine lines and wrinkles, and it's preventative. So, I have really dry skin, okay? That was made clear to me by the man that was doing my makeup at Sephora one time about five years ago, and he was going on and on on and on about how dry my skin is so much so that a a beauty influencer and vlogger came into Sephora and she they were friends and she was like Mm -hmm. can I videotape you guys and she asked me and I was like oh sure I love the camera and he was like yeah so then she was like tell me what you're doing and he was like well she has really really dry skin and I was just looking at him and I was like yeah, you're like, we get it. You can lay off of the, of the dry skin. He was like, it's as dry as the Sahara Desert. And I just no, kept looking at that. them. Okay, fine. No, he didn't. But it's what it felt like. I was going to say, because it reminds me of the time that that guy that was cutting my hair sprinted across the salon, grabbed the ends of your hair, and goes, man, your hair is so damaged, baby. That did happen. And that's so... That's a, that's another that, that's yeah. a trigger for me. That's annoying. I don't yeah. like it. Well, I spit on him in Denny's at four a.m. So he got we got he got we got he got the revenge. <laughs> he did. We, we got it. Yes. He deserved that. Anyways, so if you have dry skin out there and you're using retinol and it's just continuing to dry your skin out, 
my dermatologist told me to put my moisturizer on before I put on my retinol. So I put on my moisturizer at nighttime mm-hmm. and I then put on my retinol and then I do the rest of my skincare routine and I haven't had dry skin. And I also make sure to like, you know, really get it off my face in the morning. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's my PSA of the week. Moisturizer, then retinol. If you don't have medical grade retinol from your dermatologist, you can get it like over the counter at Sephora. Really, that's awesome. Well, I've never noticed your skin being dry, so it's working. Thank it's, you. I haven't. That's so sweet. Yeah, I actually got a facial for the first time in a while this week, and it's. I realized I need to. Um, I need a skin routine. The only thing I do mm-hmm. to take care of myself is get my hair cut, and that's on occasion. Yeah, I I can agree with that. There's um, many things you could do. Yeah. But we don't have time to list all the things you could do to improve yeah, yourself. That's an episode in itself. So my PSA for this week is, as you all know, Bitsy and I play on a kickball team, which we take very serious, but we have so much fun playing. Well, um, so the kickball league that we played in, some of the leaders on the different teams, because there was like four or five teams that were majority um, LGBT members. So they have started a new league called Stonewall Sports Kansas City. And so what it is is an LGBTQ plus organization and allies. So you don't have to fall under that umbrella to play. Um, Bitsy's going to be definitely be a part of it. Yeah. And so if you want to sign up, you can go to Stonewall Sports KC on Facebook to like check it out. It's so much fun. It's a really cool way to get involved, meet new people, especially as you all know, it's so hard to meet make friends as an adult outside of bars and drinking so I mean you can drink and play but it's a cool way to meet people without being like in a bar nightclub setting so and who knows maybe there'll be a love connection there oh my goodness and if not then we're gonna start we're gonna start a love connection yeah let's do it that'll be fun and it's also um if you don't have a team to play on or you don't know anyone you can sign up as a free agent and I think of it like sorority bid day you sign up as a free agent you get assigned to a team and then you meet that team and then you become best friends you become best friends and most importantly guys a lot of people bring their dogs that's the best part and so yeah I mean Oscar doesn't get to go because he is just you know he's a small dog he gets overheated easily Mm -hmm. and it's honestly kind of stressful yeah. And if you have any questions, then you can also email Kansas City at stonewallsports.org. I'm not a part of the leadership of the organization. We're just playing on a team, but the leadership is awesome and they'll like get you all the information you want to know. So definitely sign up. Totes, like I'm on Facebook. Yeah. So. Okay. So today we are bringing you guys all the celebrity drama. It's honestly celebrities and celebrity drama is one of my passions in life as you guys should know bravo is one of my greatest passions and we love it and we're gonna talk to you about all the drama yeah and the best part is is celebrities are people just like you and me they wipe their ass as well so all of this feud is going to be relatable and we did think about doing a on-air fight, but that's when Bitsy and I had to come to the realization that we're not celebrities. So No, we're not. Not yet. I mean, no. hopefully we get there, but we just don't know. Yeah. And then we can have our own celebrity feud. That would be so fun. Be so fun. It'll all be a publicity stunt. It'll all be fake. Yeah. Fake drama. Just like Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabela, but that's besides the point. Okay, Weston, let's do our celebrity squads being girls style. Okay, mean girls, mean gays. So style. you're obviously, um, well, you're definitely not Regina because you're not the star of the group. You're you, kind of like Karen, the dumb one. I'm. I've always been called Karen when we've done this exercise, and I've embraced Karen. Yeah, That's you're who Karen. I am. I'm Regina. Really? No, you're right. You're more of Lindsay, Caddy. Yeah, Katie. I, I would rather be Caddy. I'd like how we call her Caddy because people mistakenly called her Caddy in the show, but it's actually Katie. Yeah. It's just so it's Lindsay Lohan. Let's let's be honest. Okay. Anyways, but, who would be on your team? 
your squad my your group. squad obviously i'm gonna want people that are fun people with clapbacks people that are embrace the drama and i'm gonna be i've obviously we know that this one's probably gonna overlap the queen the hbic head bitch in charge tiffany new york pollard lover my idol you know my, my religion if you will she would be a part of it also jeffrey star i mean not only fashionable but super good with um one-liners if you ever watch his youtube channel so he would be in it he's kind of scary i i think he might be actually the regina of the group yeah i just don't, i wouldn't want to be on his bad side yeah when i picture my group i'm obviously picturing me as regina because this is a fantasy world but in all honesty he would definitely run the show I for think. sure so and then I think for my third one, I'm going to go old school. I'm going to say Naomi Campbell. Ooh, I like that I one. I know. She's, you know. she's sassy, saucy, if you will. So I think she'd be really fun. And she's cute. Beautiful. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Model. Yeah. yeah why, you, I'm sorry, Naomi, for using the word cute. You're actually gorgeous. Drop dead. <laughs> drop dead gorgeous. Naomi we, <laughs> Naomi. Naomi, we know you're listening and he apologizes a million times over. I am really sorry. And Jeffrey, I'm also sorry if I crossed you as well. And, and actually, and- Tiffany... Sorry as well. Actually, yeah, I'm sorry to all of you guys. Jeffrey, please don't make a YouTube video about me. I know you're like on edge, but you might do it soon. Um, just please don't. Unless Honestly, it's a positive one. And I'll do makeup with you. If he did a negative one, we would say thank you for the publicity. That's true. <laughs> true, girl, true. Okay, so my slub squad... One key player, if you guys know me, is going to be missing, and that's going to be Taylor Swift. And you want to know why she's missing? Because she just doesn't. She while she is the lyricist of our generation, the songbird of our generation, she just doesn't handle feuds well, and she doesn't have the clapbacks that I would want. So, mm-hmm. therefore, it's a no for me. Right, she's for not her. scrappy, and that's no. okay. That's so why she, we love her. She won't be part of my Mean Girls squad. Okay. But who will? Andy Cohen has all the tea all the time. He's the le- he's a leader. He's a gay icon. He's not just a gay icon. He's an icon in general. If I had the yeah. opportunity of meeting him, I would like die. There's no telling how many secrets he has. He knows everything about everyone. That's why his hair is so big. He, God, he would literally be in. He would be like your own personal in your ear. This is what you need to know. This is the report of the week. I would like it. I would just like to be on Watch What Happens Live, even if I was just like scrubbing the baseboards. Like, I, I would take that yeah, with stride. I would be a chair on Watch What Happens Lives. I would let them just sit on me and use me as a piece of furniture, and I would say thank you Except as well. Except for you're just missing the strength. Anyways. Fair. <laughs> Next up, Kim K. I, I love her. I think she's just gotten, with Kanye, um, she's just gotten sassier, and she's willing to fight back. You cross her, she'll clap back on Twitter, she'll clap back on those mm-hmm. Instagram comments. And I just... I'm a Kim, um, what's the word, um, loyalist, uh, yeah, apologist, ooh. like a one Kardashianist. of those. Yeah, I, I love the Kardashians. And then lastly is our overlap of the Tiffany H-I-B-I-C Pollard. Always will take her on my eye team, hands down. Oh, love her. Couldn't agree more. If I could have three Tiffany's, I probably would. I would, yes, absolutely. If I could have a hundred Tiffany's, I would. She is the best meme, the best content creator that this world has ever seen and will never get another Tiffany Pollard. No, she is pure entertainment, and I mean that in a good way. Like She's good who I aspire to be. Yeah. Like, whenever I have kids, I'm just going to play videos of Tiffany, and I'm going to be like, <laughs> do this. That's what happened to me as a kid. Add that to my recipe. <laughs> oh, my God. I think our squads would be so much fun. And I think my squad would take yours down in a, bit, a minute. 
Well, t- the Tiffany's cancel each other out. That's true. Um, I'm going to do Jeffree Star versus Andy Cohen. I, I think you need to be honest. I think Jeffree would take Andy out. I don't think so. In a fight? And then I also think, who do we have left? Naomi Campbell and versus Kim. Kim. Love Naomi. I do think Kim has really come into her own. And then me versus you. Me. Me. So, You yeah, wouldn't see a chance. I think... What's that? Is that a win on my side? You wouldn't see a chance, still, boy. I'm your co-host Doughboy, and this is your other co-host Bitsy Foster. Doughgirl. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Like, I was thinking about it for like five minutes. Before. Because I'm fat and pale, chubby and pale. Oh my god! Uh, you were like, I'm gonna slip it in. Actually, no. This is the perfect opportunity for a burn and to prove my point. Well, <laughs> point proven. I think I would win. If I had time on my side. Also, we have our third co-host who makes appearance ever so often. Beautiful baby Oscar. Um, He is in the studio. So if you do hear some Chewbacca noises or just a little bit of, you know, him putting in his two cents. um, That's that's who it is. That's who it is. Our baby. Okay. So we're going to get into some celebrity feuds and just different kinds of dramas in general because you know us. We're dramatic. We're going to start off with Paris Hilton versus Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Digging into the archives, are we? We are. We're going all the way back to 2006, people. So Lindsay and Paris used to be best friends. And then they quickly became mortal enemies. You want to know why? Why? Over a fucking boyfriend. (gasps) You know what? That's always some fucking drama. It's a boyfriend-friend drama. Like, boyfriends stir up some shit in the friend group who, guess what, isn't even going to be a boyfriend that matters in 10 no. years. But you still let him break apart friends. I can't. Was he even hot? Do we even know who he was? I don't know that he was hot. I think that actually we should look up a picture of him. Maybe he just had, had was like ran around with that crowd, that crew. And honestly, this is probably a history lesson for some of our Gen Z listeners. Because I remember all this. It, I, we were in middle school. I remember it because I freaking loved The Simple Life so much. Mm-hmm. It was the shit. I used to be a Paris Hilton fan as well. Okay, so what happened was um, Paris and Lindsay were have, were best friends. Okay. okay. Then in 2006, they became mortal enemies. What happened was is that Lindsay started dating Paris's ex-boyfriend, Stavros I can't say his last name. Niakros. That's I just butchered it, and I'm so sorry, Stavros. Like, forgive me. Guys, and, you can find this on Google if you need to know. And since <laughs> then, they have just been continuous, continuously bat- battling till this and day. Till this to this day, Paris was just on Watch What Happens Live, which is Andy Cohen's show, and he said say three nice things about Lindsay Lohan, and she goes, "She's beyond." And everyone was like, "Oh, that was nice, lame, and embarrassing." <laughs> Oh All God. of her fucking boyfriend. From how many years ago? Uh, over 10. Over 10 years ago, 2006. Oh. And one of Paris's friends um, called her a fire crotch. I like oh. to see that they coined that <laughs> phrase, but they didn't. <laughs> I remember when that happened because, like, you know, me being from a small town, no one ever heard the word fire crotch. I feel so bad for any redhead that was at our school at that time because it was a word that was thrown around like plastic in the ocean. I mean, it was just, we loved saying it. 
It's not even a, it's not. It's not an insult at all. It's, it's a, like, yeah. what? Like, but if that, it, back then it was a total It's like, how insult. dare you insult. say that my pubic hair has a reddish tint? <gasps> the whore. That was so funny. In, in that case, Paris is probably, is the Regina for that little move on Andy Cohen's show. Oh, totally. Because bringing it up 13 years later, like, mm-hmm. let's get over it. But in the beginning, Lindsay started dating her ex-boyfriend. Which, right. like, it adds them being best friends. That's just weird. And that kind of shows that you need so much validation that you need to steal someone's, one of your friends' mm-hmm. boyfriends. Because that makes yeah. you feel like you're better. And I think they were, I remember them all running around because it was them two and Britney Spears, the best of friends they could ever be. The paparazzi was all over them. So it's like, Lindsay, you weren't going to get away with it, number one. No. Number two, I'm not even going to judge Paris for bringing it up this long because I wonder how much has happened that over we these don't years. know about. Right. It's probably festered to a point where they just genuinely do not like each other. And I do think Lindsay Lohan was the bigger person at one point. Didn't she extend the olive branch? She tried to extend the olive branch and invited her to her like 31st birthday in Mykonos or something. And Paris, of course, declined and then um, went on to call her beyond lame and embarrassing. But I will say Lindsay called her the see you next Tuesday word back in 2006. So And so Paris hasn't forgotten about it or let it go. No, she hasn't let go of any of this. Wow. I know. Wild. It's, it's also kind of weird because I feel like at the time, you know, Paris was like, really, she was just a famous socialite, right? She was um, in the scene or whatever. But other than the simple life, she really, you know, she was an actress or a singer where Lindsay Lohan had all that, you know, talent and self-made money. And so but it's you kind have to think back then that Paris was the Kim K yeah, of the she world. Was. She was. Paris Hilton was hot. That's hot. Yeah. Well, at first, I never thought, like, everyone thought that socialites like Paris and Kim K, that they came and went. So everyone was like, the Kardashians will come and leave. They'll come and leave. No, the Kardashians have no. stayed around. We've seen it all on the internet. The devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. So true. And let's really analyze this and let's relate it to our middle to working class lives. So really what happened is something that probably happens with a lot of friends, whether it be a boyfriend or like um, anything that's going to what breach your trust to where you can't trust that person anymore. And then you're going to start feuding with them. And it's like, I feel like you have two choices. You give that person a second chance and you work past it or you choose to not engage or you do what Paris has done and hold on to it and just become people who just don't like each other. Yeah. And then when people meet you and they're like, why don't you guys like each other? You don't even have one answer because so many things have snowballed and happened. So have you ever had a friend um, like steal a boyfriend? Not to that sense because you've never really had serious, well, besides like your one serious boyfriend. Um, yeah, not a boyfriend. I've but had, have you had a friend date one of your exes or someone that you talked to or something? I can't think of a time someone started dating someone that I talked to. I think I've probably had some friends that have slept with people that I talked to and maybe just didn't tell me and I'll never know. And don't tell me now because you know, I, I, I don't have time for another feud to, to add to my list, but I've definitely had friends commit robberies or try to compete with me. You know, we've talked about that before and that's like not as much breaching trust to where I would start a feud over that. But there's been other things where people, you know, friends have done things or said things, talked about me behind my back, like talk shit for absolutely no reason. And I'm like, I've never been anything but nice to you. You know, if if, if I've done something to you, please communicate with me because I'm an open-minded person. 
you know, I joke about, we joke about, you know, being these petty people that gets revenge and everything. But if I've honestly done something to offend you or anything, I would hope someone would talk to me about it so I can grow as a person. But if you just start talking shit for no reason, or there's a reason that I don't know of, it's just going to snowball. Because even if I don't engage in the drama and feud with you, I'm probably going to harbor some feelings and always remember that. Because then I'm not going to have your back if people are talking shit about you. Totally. So that's kind of like a friendship type of, I guess, any feud I would have. I... I have had fallen falling outs with friends and we definitely became people that didn't like each other for a period of time. But I will say pretty much all but very few friends that I've ever had and had falling out with and had feuds with, we've come to a place where maybe we're not like best friends or even good friends, but we respect each other. You know, there's like, I I can count on like one hand and it, and the people that didn't turn out to be, that we never came back and became friends again or acquaintances. It's people that I had to cut out of my life because they weren't changing or they were toxic or we just weren't that good of friends in the first place. Right. So that's kind of my friend feuding. What about you? I don't think I've ever hit. I've of course like every, every like friend gets in tiffs. Like you get in tiffs with your friends all the time, but I, I can't think of any friend that I've had that was so toxic that I cut out forever. Um, yeah. I don't think that I've had one. I have had a friend date, um, someone that I talked to, but whenever I talked to them, it wasn't serious. Mm-hmm. So of course, like I think you have to just like move on from that. I think the only t- like if like if if your if your friend starts dating your ex boyfriend, you have to think or, or your ex someone you've talked to, you have to think mm-hmm. how serious was it with me and this person. If it was serious, okay, that's kind of messed up. If it wasn't, then move on because you were you weren't going to be with them anyway. Yeah. Like, sure, it's not fun to like see them like together, but you can get over that. Yeah. And I think that is the true, that's the test of friendship. I would say the biggest thing is communicate because whenever I get into tiffs with my friends or arguments or whatever, almost all the time we come back and because if you don't start having, if you, if you, and I've, I've been a victim of this or guilty of this. I'm not listening to the other side. All I'm thinking about is how I feel and I'm not truly listening to my friend. And then what has happened and I learned from it is you end up saying things that, you might mean, you might not mean, but they come across in the wrong way, and then it snowballs, and it gets bigger and bigger. And what started out as one issue leads to multiple issues, and that's, I feel like, kind of when the falling out comes. That's different than, you know, your friends dating someone that you dated, but just any, I feel like, fight or tiff or feud, that's kind of like my my thoughts on it so Lindsay and paris if you're listening please talk call each other get to the bottom of it if you want we can be on a three-way and we can communicate between the two of you right i would love to do that that'd be fun okay next celebrity feud kanye west versus taylor swift (laughs) first off where do you stand weston are you team taylor are you team kanye well you know we can't say just team kanye anymore team Kanye and Kim I know. now it, it, there was a time it was just Kanye but now Kim's involved so I love Kim and Kanye and I don't want that to be undermined however with the fight you know I try to be friends with both of them and I told them I wasn't going to be in the middle of it but I'm with I'm on Taylor's side I think she's always held herself with class and I think that um I think she's the victim here I am see it's, this is really like takes a toll on me because I am so close with both of them I adore Kim. I love Taylor. But as a Taylor loyalist, I stand with the Taylor. Wow, I don't think she did everything right. I just still stand with her. So the feud starts all the way back in 2009, back when um, at the MTV 
BMAs. We all know it. We all love it. We can't get enough of it. Both Beyonce and Taylor were up for Best Female Video of the Year, and Taylor won. And that's Mm. when Kanye stormed the stage just like a football team storms the field, ripped the mic, (laughs) and took it from Taylor as she was doing her acceptance speech. In his mind, he was being a social justice warrior. And, you know, obviously... Kanye is in the wrong, 1,000%. He then goes on to apologize publicly in 2010 over Twitter, and then he unapologizes back in in, or in 2013. Mm-hmm. He it's unapologizes. He said that he was pressured into it by other people for apologizing. So you might find it odd in 2015 when he won, won the Vanguard Video Vanguard Award and Taylor presented it with him. And they made some, some huge show about how they're back to being friends. Again, I think that's just in the media mm-hmm. and the VMAs. Right. Manipulating us, the people. Right. A publicity stunt. A publicity stunt because they were like, oh my God, t- Taylor's giving this to Kanye, like mm-hmm. mortal enemies, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's right. tune in and watch. And I, I said Taylor was a victim. I was really just referring to him stealing the mic because I agree with you. She did not do everything right. And there were some instances where Kanye was the victim. I agree. So. And so then we thought they were best friends after that in 2015. In 2016, you know, that's when Kanye came out with the famous saying I made that bitch famous mm-hmm. and that restarted the fight and then um, the music video which Taylor referred to as revenge porn with an imitation of a naked person that was supposed to be Taylor and all of that stuff and then um, you know she did her infamous Instagram post where she said she wants to remove herself from this narrative when Love you know it. Kim Kim played the receipts on, on Snapchat and outed her for actually hearing the the lyrics before. Now, the thing is, we don't know what she heard. Like, if she heard, like, if those mm-hmm. were the context, we don't know what 100% was said. Because Kim filmed Kanye talking to Taylor over the phone, right? Um, yes, because he always kept everything recording when he was in the studio. So it wasn't like Kim was there recording it because they thought she would okay. do this. It was that Kanye had just had it rec- everything recording. Yeah. So it, Taylor's phone conversation was recorded. Oh, so it wasn't like they were maliciously saying, we better record this in case. No. Okay. And I respect Kim. Obviously, that's her husband. She's going to be loyal to him. I respect her for having his back and and posting that. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, and that's where, you know, that's where Taylor kind of did it wrong. Yeah. Because um, she did give them the okay to, to use those lyrics, She right? just, she didn't, she didn't come out with the whole truth. Yeah. She just said partial truth to her, which was that those lyrics upset her because maybe that's not what was played for her. We don't know. Right. And if that's that was just the drama, I would be on Kanye's side. But the fact is, none of this would have ever been even a thing had he not done his original act of taking the mic from her, which was rude. I know. And that's the truth. And so that's why I am Team Taylor and because I'm a Taylor apologist and loyalist and I, I can't help it. And I am also that way with Kim. But with Kanye, I don't feel that kind of loyalty. Mm-hmm. I do think he's funny, though. I mean, Kanye and I, you know, we used to be best buds. We used to watch sports together, but then all that drama just drove our friendship apart. Of course. No, I do So I would say that they had, like, a a friendship that was constantly, like, backstabbing each other because they were Mm -hmm. never really friends. I agree. It was all fake. Yeah. Do you have people in your life where you feel like your friendships are kind of fake? Yes. I feel like the friendships are fake, but I've also had drama... I feel like when a friendship is fake, when you have drama, it's so easy to break because it's like plaster. It's just going to crack and then there's nothing underneath supporting it, right? But 
I also feel like when you're never really friends with someone and you get in a fight, you have no loyalty to each other. You have no real respect to each other. You just, you become arch nemeses, arch nemesises, arch nemesis. Arch nemesi. Arch nemesi. Thank you. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, so I, I've had those situations where just things have happened. Sometimes I was in the wrong. Sometimes I was Kanye. Sometimes Shook. I was Taylor. Sometimes I was Kim. But yeah, you just, you're never going to be friends because you just don't have, you have nothing to be friends over. You don't share a real history together that's positive, And you assume that you don't have anything in common because you just started out with an event that festered and you become arch nemesis. I think it's just multiple things that happened. And it's just some personalities just don't click. Totally, and I don't think their personalities ever clicked, and I don't think they were ever set up to be friends after what Kanye hap- what happened with Kanye. Mm-hmm. Like, let's face it, being the public made them become friends as a storyline. Right, and I also think the public probably made them become enemies also in different ways. Totally, and I think that we can relate that people, you have friendships out there where in public around other people, you pretend like you're best friends, like everything's okay. Maybe not best friends, but you pretend mm-hmm. like you guys are friends. And then once the doors are closed and maybe you're with like one or two close friends, you just talk shit on that person. And it's like, okay, well, why are you even hanging out with that person if you don't like them that much? I agree. And speaking of like being treated by the public, sometimes when people know you and someone else have beef, they like people it. People stir the pot. And, and especially if you've got two big hitters, like two people with strong personalities who know where they stand and they don't, they're against each other. People want to watch, you know, God's Godzilla versus Godzilla. And so they pit you against each other. It's kind of like those uh, elementary school fights when everyone circles around you and starts pushing the two people together to fight, but in a metaphorical sense or a figurative sense, like people want that. They're like, Oh damn, these two people don't like each other. And you know, they're both really strong personalities. And I think that's the way it happens in our middle class world. I think that a lot of people would say that gays and girls love drama. I think that that could definitely be a stereotype that rings true in a, in several places. That's not to say that straight guys aren't, aren't drama too. Like that's what's annoying to me. It's like they they do like drama mm. as well. Why do you think girls' boyfriends sit and watch The Bachelor with them? Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, talk sports with a guy that's into it. It's nothing but drama. Oh my god, and it's so boring. Ugh. Literally, give me something good like like Kanye and Taylor. That's the kind of drama that I want. Yeah. I want someone stealing the mic from someone else. Now, do you have any arch nemesises, nemesi out there? You know, I have in my past. I've had arch enemies that I were pitted against each other by destiny. You know, it was the fault in our stars. By time and space. Yeah, the fault in our stars. And we've been at it. We've done our things, hashed it out. I'm at a point in my life now where those arch enemies have kind of become side villains, where either they moved away or things have just cooled off, but we will never like each other. And there's more so people, it's not really people in my personal life, it's more like people at work. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm of like, course. I'd, and the only reason I'm around them is because of work. Because you like, have to be. Yeah, I don't like you, I'm never gonna like you, and it, we're never gonna be friends. You are, it's me versus you. Buddy. I totally agree. I have no arch arch nemesis out there, but I do have side villains, as we would call them. Mm-hmm. People that I just, you know, don't like, but I have to tolerate because friends of friends or something like that. And so I will tolerate them and I'll be nice to them. As one of my friends once told me, that's the mature thing to do is to just tolerate them. I used to say it was when I was young and immature. I mean, I maybe I shouldn't be saying this because I, you know. Young and immature. Um, But I used to think that if you were just be, if you didn't like someone and you're being nice to their face, that you're being fake. But it's like, no, you're just growing up. Yeah. Well, there's a difference in being cordial and being fake. Yeah. 
you know acting I, like someone you don't like's best friend is being mm-hmm. fake but just like saying hi how are you is being cordial you have to you have to figure that out for you I agree there and for most people that I don't genuinely just don't like like we just don't our personalities don't click I will try to be cordial with however if that person does not accept my cordialness then I'm not going to address you. I'm not going to say, hey, how are you doing? Because I'm not going to waste my energy if you're going to take me being cordial as an opportunity to be rude. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, it's like I'm, I'm being nice and you're setting this up to get back at me. I'm not going to do that. I mean, you yeah. You can also kill your arch enemies with kindness. Like people just say that. But if someone hates you and you are just super nice to them... There's nothing that bad they can say because all your friends and people around you are going to be like, oh, my God, like, why would you not like them? They're so nice to you, but you're so mean to them and talk shit about them. That's how you kill them with kindness, because it runs all over them and there's nothing they can do. But just being if you're forcing them to be nice to you. Totally. And if they don't, then they're an asshole. And eventually you'll get to a point where you just kind of don't care if they don't like you. I agree. And, you know, if you have an arch nemesis, I, I do have a bit, a bit of advice. You know, tomorrow is not promised. So whoop that bitch's ass today because you might not see that hoe tomorrow. I was going to say, don't even say something like, be nice to them today. I forgive them today. Because I was like, your ass is not going to do that. No, you might not see them. So whoop their ass today. I can't. And if you're in high school, this is your last chance to do it without serious consequences. So Enough. Time out. Um, you're acting like we're in, we're back in like the, the early ages in Italy and in Rome and we're, we're fighting to the death in that, what's that one place, you know, the Colosseum? The Colosseum, uh, I like it. it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so our last feud that we are going to talk about is one that is near and dear to my heart because it involves my my love, my, my icon, um, just one of the greatest people of all time, Andy Cohen. We love you, Andy. We love you, Andy. I saw you in New York, still thinking about it. And now you're a part of Bitsy's Celebrity Mean Girl Squad. And Titus Burgess. And you might be thinking, two gays against each other? Or you might be thinking, who's Titus Burgess? Okay, (laughs) and you should know. He plays Titus in um, Kimmy Schmidt, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And he is so funny in there on, on that show. I, like, absolutely loved it. And they're feuding, and this is very recent tight or um titus called andy a messy queen and how does that make you feel when someone says a messy queen well i'm like first of all are you referring to my um my drunk habits or are you talking about me being drama filled if you're talking about my drunk habits there's nothing i can say to defend that if you're saying i'm drama filled my immediate my immediate go-to is to defend it but to even engage in it is to live up to what you're saying i am drama filled so it pisses me off I don't like to be called drama filled (laughs) you're drama filled or like messy I feel like that's kind of rude and I just don't like it anyway so what happened was um Andy Cohen has this amazing amazing show on Bravo called watch what happens live he has celebrities of all kinds come on the show. He has, like, you know, Bravo has, like, all the Real Housewives, Vanderpump Rules, all amazing shows. And so he'll have a lot of those guests come on. And guess what? He engages in the drama. He stirs the pot. He's a late-night show, like, host right. of a show. He spills the tea. And it's he's what, the he's only, what we aspire to be. He's the only gay in late-night television, okay? So he's living up to that. Right. He's playing his role. He's doing an amazing job. He knows he's what breaking the people barriers. Want. Yeah, he knows what the people want, and he's giving it to us. Thank you. So anyways, um, Titus was on Watch What Happens Live with Laverne Cox. 
And um, he was talking, and Titus was talking about the movie he's coming out with, with Eddie Murphy. In case you guys do not know, Eddie Murphy used to use um, homophobic and AIDS jokes in his Mm -hmm. stand-up routines. Um, While this was, you know, way back when in the 80s, uh, Andy went to a show, if you read his book, um, his his autobiography, which why wouldn't you? <laughs> um, he went to a stand up show and um, he ha- he wasn't out to his friends yet. They all went to one of Eddie's shows and Eddie used homophobic terms, made fun of AIDS, all of this, the, all of, all of this jazz, and it actually made Andy like go to the bathroom and cry. Like he was very mm-hmm. upset and it really took a toll on him. And this is when he was young and impressionable right. so he's probably still struggling a lot with that type and of thing struggling and, with himself and then he's sitting there and not only is the joke being made but everyone's laughing too i'm sure yeah you know? so that that was hurtful so andy when titus was talking about this andy asked like hey um how was eddie murphy i know he's been prob- problematic for the gays in the past and i think titus did like answer he answered the question um saying like no, he liked me. Um, mm-hmm. We like we talked about dream girls, all this stuff. And yeah. then after that, um, the the camera panned away, and Titus didn't realize the camera was on him. And he was mouthing to someone on the side, like being sassy with his finger up, saying basically he didn't like the question, but the camera was on him, and he didn't know that. And then Andy was like, "Hey, Titus, what are you saying?" And he was like, "Go on, finish your show, do your thing." Mm-hmm. And then he went to Twitter, and I'm going to read this because. He went or to Instagram, excuse me, and he pretty much went off on um, Andy. <laughs> he said, Sunday was a display of ratchet behavior by a well-connected man having blatant disregard for one of his guests. He was lucky I had my wits and Christian values that day. Always keep it classy. Being friends with other talented celebrity do- celebrities doesn't make you talented. It makes you friends with other famous celebrities. He should rich it, rip a page from Anderson Cooper's book and learn how to do his job. And so I, this is like taking the drama to Instagram for the whole world to see. Yeah. Why do people do that? Well, I think there's a couple of differences. And this is just my opinion. I could be totally wrong. Remember, I have no qualifications. I think celebrities do it. Because think about it. All of that, because didn't Titus continue to be sassy throughout the rest of the interview mm-hmm. and stuff? And I think that what what happened was public. It was in the public eye. And I think that's how it happens with a lot of celebrities. So I think their thought is, let's hash this out in the public eye. Because if they don't, we have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. The media can con- continue to stir things. So whenever they post something, it's like, I said what I said. There's no changing it. There's no twisting it. So I think that's the reason we see more famous people uh, doing things on social media because usually things are already happening in the public now. They're trying to take control of the narrative and say their piece. Right. Exactly. And and that's, I don't know if that was you know Titus's intention, but it would make sense because people were probably like, what was his problem? And he, he stated it. He said, this is basically it. Now, I also think they get a lot more attention on social media than the average person. There's probably a lot of people we know that have drama on social media that we don't even notice because they're not celebrities, right? However, I think to take it to social media drama this day and age, if you're not in high school, I think it's very immature and I just don't think it shows a lot of class. 
It doesn't, and he says that he um, had his wits in Christian values and he was keeping it classy. If this is keeping it classy, I don't want to see what isn't. And also, he could have said, hey, that question made me feel uncomfortable. Instead, he decided to attack Andy Mm -hmm. and his career and everything he's built and say it's worthless and that he's not, he has nothing. You know, he was really trying to break him down, which is just not, that's not the way to go about it. Right. And if anything, so we obviously we all know Eddie Murphy fucked up, right? Let's say he has changed. Let's say he has evolved. And and Laverne, during it, she kind of made a comment and said, people evolve, you know, let's say he has. And Titus has seen that. If anything, that question was an opportunity. And I don't know why Titus feels this loyalty to defend Eddie, unless maybe they have become good friends or whatever. I don't know. But this would have been an opportunity for Titus to take that question and say his piece and what he thought rather than getting so defensive and yeah, you know? and making it positive for Eddie because I will mm-hmm. say um, Eddie Murphy has since apologized because he was he was basically was like I was young I was uneducated when I did these stand-up routines that's not who I am and he said that for years and so I do think he's changed and right. I why well, and I hope he has right. um but I don't I think that it was a fair question to ask I think that he he answered the question it was what he did after Everything that uh, made Titus, you know, in the wrong. I don't think you should take your drama to social media. I don't think that's where you should call people out. Mm -hmm. That's bullying, okay? That's what you're doing. You're trying to belittle him and who he is. And you see people do that all the time on social media. People love hiding behind their phones. And um, because they don't have the person in front of them, they're not scared when they're behind their phone. But when they get into the face of Mm -hmm. someone that they're, they're being mean to, then they're suddenly scared. Right. It's like you had so much to say on Facebook. You had so much to say on Instagram. And I know, like, we had Facebook in high school, and I saw cyberbullying happen. Um, I can't imagine today. Oh I my cannot God. imagine I can because only, now everyone so has it in multiple platforms. And I will say this. I do think there have been times where you need to get on and make a public statement and say your piece depending on the drama. That, to me, is more rare, but I could understand if there was, I, you know, I can't think of a situation, but maybe rumors were truly being spread that was not true or didn't paint a good light and you really wanted to clear the air. I think there's a difference in clearing the air and saying your piece and your behalf rather than attacking someone else. Exactly. I, you, know? that, you can totally use social media to be a positive by doing that, mm-hmm. but you make it so quickly a negative when you use it to tear someone down and to make yourself feel better. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. Those aren't right. two things that go hand in hand. Right. I've had weekends where I was I was a mess and I was embarrassed and I thought, do I go to social media and apologize? I never did, but I thought about it. And maybe you should have. Ma- maybe I should do it right now. Hey, I just want to apologize for being a messy queen. It, yeah, from the words of Titus, you're a messy queen. <laughs> from, <laughs> from his mouth true. to your actions. Titus, I'm sorry for being a messy queen. There, I said it. How do I get in on the celebrity feud? I would like to be a part of it. Um, I don't know that you ever can because you would need to be a celebrity to be in on a celebrity feud. Fuck. I would release a sex tape, but that's surely going to kill my career. I mean, if you release a sex tape, like one man, one 50-year-old man in his mom's basement would be masturbating watching it. And then he would turn it off and be like, this isn't what I was looking for. <laughs> it would turn into one of those memes where people are making jokes in the comments of Pornhub. That's what like, would happen. Yeah, it's not a thing. But I like that you're thinking like outside the box, you know. I have big dreams. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this week we aren't doing... Um, well, actually, first, are you done with Celebrity Feuds? Do you have anything left to say about them? Love them. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. And let us know if you like the Celebrity Feuds and if you like like kind of like our pop culture references. And we will continue mm-hmm. to do it. 
Right. But this week, instead of ending the episode with a time is up, we're going to end the episode with Plead the Fifth. You know, again, we can't stop talking about Yandiko in this um, this episode, but why would we? It's, it's from his show. Um, so the game Plead the Fifth is we're going to ask each other three questions that we did not tell each other before. And you can plead the fifth once. And that's Only it. once out of three, so I have to answer two. Exactly. And you can't Fuck. lie. I won't lie. You can't tell the partial truth. Yeah. Taylor did it. Nope. I want you to tell you no white lies and no lies. Okay. I, I will be, you know, we've from day one, we've kept uh, petty single and always late authentic. And I'm going to keep that going. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Okay. You, you can't first. decide. I'll go. Yeah. Okay. In previous episodes, you have talked about your pettiness of birthdays and how you weren't going to wish your dad or your sister a birthday any longer. I know your dad's birthday has came and gone. Did you wish him a happy birthday? The Good Wolf won. I did wish him a happy birthday at 11.30 p.m. and a text that just said, happy birthday, exclamation point. Okay. So would you say that was the Good Wolf or the Bad Wolf I think the Good Wolf won. The Bad Wolf? I mean, I wouldn't say the Good Wolf had a lot to eat, but the Bad Wolf didn't win, didn't eat. Okay. 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 I'll take it. Um, Good job. Thank you. Second question. In the past, you have talked about your fast food eating habits, specifically Taco Bell. Have you ever tried to bottom after Taco Bell when everything's just burning in there? Why are you doing this to me? (laughs) Is this fun for you? Yeah. Answer the question or plead the fifth. You know what? I have had Taco Bell and I've bottomed after it and I've had no issues. No chili bowl? I've had no complaints, no issues, five-star reviews only. Okay. Okay. Good to know. (laughs) I forgot that I could plead the fifth. I guess I could have, but then it would have sounded like I had an accident, so I'm glad I didn't. Okay. Third and final question. Have you ever douched? And not up your penis. It goes up your butthole. I mean, I... Happy I don't have to plead the fifth on any of these. Yes, I have douche. I highly recommend it to anyone out there. Bottoming during anal sex, whether you're a woman or a man, no one likes a messy Jesse or a shitty kitty. <laughs> wow, you didn't plead the fifth at all. Good job. High five. <laughs> Thanks. No shame here. That's why no one likes me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the past, a previous episode, you stated, you said... You proclaimed that okay. you would only give a blowjob if someone said that they had a private jet. Have you ever given a blowjob to someone that hasn't had a private jet? So that's not fair because I meant going forward from now on. But if we're being completely honest, I can count on, I think, two fingers how many blowjobs I've given because that's how much I disdain them. And let me tell you, if there's any straight guys listening, no girl likes doing that. So stop being delusional and making up in your head this fantasy of girls liking to do that. I mean, sure, there's like a couple of girls out there who I'm sure don't mind it. But most girls hate it. And a lot of guys don't. Actually, that's true. (laughs) A lot of gay guys don't mind giving it. What is going on with that? And maybe because we have one, so we know like what it's about. I don't know. Okay. Thank you for your honesty. You're welcome. Okay. Question number two. Mm-hmm. In the past, okay. in previous episodes, you stated that you would marry for money. Okay. And money alone. Okay. One, would you choose money over love and how much money would it take if you would? That's kind of two in one, but you know. 
Okay, so here's the deal. No, I wouldn't choose money over love because I can make my own money and I will do as much as possible to make as much money as possible. And I don't think like that can 100% like, I don't know. No, so no, I wouldn't. Um, But if I could be bought and let's say I wasn't in love with anyone, okay. what dollar number would I want the person to have if I wasn't going to be in love with them? Yeah, let's go net worth. Net worth, 50 million. 50 net worth, million. fine, fine. I'll, I'll go lower. Let's be honest, 10 million. 10 million not 5 million no that's not enough hmm. i have i'm it's expensive to be me including assets 10 million including assets yes i guess that is net worth yeah i net don't worth. know stuff okay last and final question okay this one's definitely coming out of right field so be ready you know we we've talked a lot about sex and anal on this show <laughs> if you know we were open about it have you ever tried have you ever had any butthole play no. tried any anal nope not my thing i've never asked you that question so i guess yeah you didn't have to plead the fifth either i was didn't really have ho- to plead the fifth was hoping to really catch you there because if you would have pled the fifth then people would be like oh she has yeah no i haven't um i mean that's not saying never but n- no not right now no. okay well if it ever gets to that i know someone that could have some tips that has some tri- yeah. tips mm-hmm. and tricks yeah yeah Okay, that was fun. Sorry, you guys, it went from celebrity feuds to just a whole show about anal sex. So We love doing that. We love having things come at us, come at you guys out of right field. Love it. <laughs> Someone's enjoying it, the pop culture. Next thing they know. We're talking this, chili bowls. Right, like, what the fuck? There's a chocolate starfish here. There's oh, a chili bowl here. God, yeah. Ugh. Okay, well, that's our episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. You know what to do. Rate, read, subscribe. Give us five stars. If you're feeling really mean, give us four. Don't you dare go below five though um, follow us on instagram at psa podcast tell your friends tell your enemies tell your moms tell your dads tell your gay best friends your side villains you know what to do okay take a screenshot and post it to your insta story we love you guys all right Mwah. Mwah.